Hi, everybody. This is Gordon Light with episode number nine of the Fit Successful Dad podcast. Hey everybody, Gordon here. Once again, thank you so much for joining me. This is episode number nine. And if this is your first time listening to the podcast, thank you so much for checking it out. I really, really appreciate it. And I encourage you to go back and listen to some of the previous episodes. And if this is not your first time listening to the podcast, then thank you so much for returning to the podcast. That really means a lot to me. And I want to remind everybody, and for those of you who don't already know, uh, because maybe it is your first time, the intent of this podcast is to reach as many undiscovered entrepreneurial parents as possible. All right, my goal, my mission is to reach out and find as many parents out there who are entrepreneurs deep down, and they just haven't taken that step yet to create the lifestyle that they really want, they really desire. That's my goal. That's my mission. That is the exact position that I was in about a year and a half ago. And it was a number of events that took place and a number of specific people who came into my life that caused me to break through the mental barriers that I had, keeping me from chasing the things that I really wanted deep down. And I know this is a common thing. Um, There's a lot of stories that get told in social media and throughout other various channels of people who quit their job and create a lifestyle that they always wanted. And it seems like when those stories get told, the and they're widely spread through some kind of viral uh, way, some viral method, that people cling to those stories. They love hearing them, and there's always this kind of jealousy going on, you know. And, I, and a lot of that, at least in my circle, a lot of that type of response comes from parents. And it's not because people... It's not because people who have kids are like secretly fantasizing about this other life. It's, it's that the amount of brain space that you think you have to think about something like that goes way, way, way down when you now have the responsibility of taking care of a child. And so parents often shift their mindset to being the hunter gatherer providing for that child and often putting things that they truly want on the back burner. Well, entrepreneurship, unfortunately, is one of those things. And I think that there is a lot of amazing talent out there that is just waiting to be discovered in the entrepreneurial world. And that is secretly being hidden by parents who don't think they have enough time or don't think that they will be capable of creating things around their family dynamic and their crazy schedule. 
So that is the intent of the podcast as a whole. Now, this particular episode, episode number nine, is going to be the first episode where I am outwardly speaking to you, the person that I just described, the deep down entrepreneur, the person who wants more for themselves, the person seeking the lifestyle that they desire, right? The parent that wants to show their kids what is possible when you put your mind to it, right? The one that can lead by example to the greatest extent. And I'm demanding if you were that person that you take some action after listening to this. So I want to bring to light one of the biggest problems that people in this situation and outside this situation have with reaching their goals. And it doesn't, like I said, just it doesn't just apply to entrepreneurs or parents. It applies to anyone who is interested in making any kind of change in their life. I truly believe that people generally want to go after things that improve their lives but are held back by their peers and surroundings. Okay, this is a very real thing that I believe in. And looking back in my life, I have noticed that making certain changes has resulted in a complete shift in myself mentally as a result. And I'll explain that in a bit. Now, when I say peers can be kind of a root cause for holding you back and holding people back from achieving things, it's not necessarily sabotaged by the peers, but it's the adaptive nature of people to kind of naturally float back to the median of their surroundings. All right, so I'll explain that. So us as human beings, we always end up in this this mean kind of average position between the people that we hang around with. Now, some of you probably have heard about this, and some of you may be hearing about it for the first time, but just just hear me out. Um, and for the sake of the argument, I know that mean and median are two different things. I'm going to kind of use them interchangeably because in this case, it doesn't really matter. Either one technically will work. <laughs> but uh, the, the phrase that's often coined when talking about this stuff is, quote, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, quote, by a man named Jim Rohn. And if you've never heard this theory before, I am about to open your world in a massive way that will likely and should impact you forever. Okay? So just take a moment and think about the five people that you spend the most time with. All right? Really give that some thought for a few seconds, right? The key part of that sentence is the end. All right? The ones you spend the most time with. Not just the people that you see routinely, friends, coworkers, family members, neighbors, whatever. It's the people you spend the most time with. And subsequently, this will probably be the people that you spend the most time talking to, the most time physically around, not necessarily, but probably. Okay, now take another second here to think about who these five people really are. I mean, I actually had to write this down and before it really kind of clicked and made sense. So maybe it would be a good idea to kind of listen to this again and go through that exercise of writing this down. But either way, take the five people that you spend the most time with and now think about these people's habits, their income, their passions, their hobbies, their goals, their education, their vocabulary, right? The way they talk. And the list goes on. Basically, think about every major characteristic of these people. You don't need to write everything down if you're making a list like I did. Um, but if you, if you did, if you were able to somehow put all of that data into a written format, 
or a graphical format and plot all of that data on a graph and, and draw kind of like a mean trend line, you would either entirely or almost entirely be right at that average line going through the data. So just think about that for a second. You've got these five people, you've got all these characteristics about these five people. If you were to somehow be capable of averaging all that, that average is you. So in other words, people naturally end up in the balance between all of their peers. Uh, Why does this happen? Well, um, I first started hearing about this maybe a couple years ago, and I've heard several theories. Some were extremely scientific, down to the neuron and, and synapse behavior in the brain, and others are a little more philosophical along the lines of like Darwinism and natural selection, theory of evolution, stuff like that. So also scientific, but also with that philosophical twist on it. Um, the scientific theory was explained to me, <laughs> and it, it was pretty interesting. It essentially goes like this, and I need to be crystal clear that I am not a neuroscientist, nor do I consider myself a subject matter expert on, on this stuff. But essentially, the brain contains a system of neurons, and you can look this up. And these neurons are called mirror neurons. It's the mirror neuron system. And these neurons are located throughout various parts of the brain. And essentially, they are responsible for causing humans to adapt to what we see or experience by telling the brain that their continuous surroundings are normal and that the human should become, quote unquote, become that state of normal. I encourage you all to check this out. Look it up. Uh, if it at all interests you, uh, you don't need to be, like I said, you don't need to be a scientist to, to read up on it, but it is interesting is that these mirror neurons in our brain almost fire, uh, the synapse of the brain in ways to cause us to react, adapt, and absorb our surroundings to the point where we become the surroundings and the studies around this are pretty wild, and they kind of suggest that we have no control over our brain's ability to adapt. Almost like you put yourself in an environment, you become the environment, no matter what. And it's because of this this system, or partially because of this system. And it's it's uh, it's interesting, and unfortunately, I I believe it's very true. Now, the one thing we do have control over is the environment that we put ourselves in or put ourselves in. So if we have no control over the fact that our body is going to adapt to the surroundings, you know, our, our brain specifically, our mental like way of thinking is going to adapt to those around us. At least we have control over who we put around us. Now, have you ever entered a new group of people? Um, like maybe at a new job or at a new school, have you ever become part of a new circle of people? And did you notice that in that group, everybody or almost everybody had a lot in common with one another? Okay, it's the same as when groups of friends spend a lot of time together and all of a sudden they dress the same, they talk the same, they have the same mannerisms, they listen to the same music, they sometimes take on all or some of the same hobbies or interests. You can call it Darwinism. 
you can call it uh, mirror neurons firing in the brain, whatever you want. But the fact remains, people adapt to their surroundings. They do. Mentally, they see what's around them on a regular basis. They decide involuntarily that that is what they should be. Some subset, some mean average of that is what they should be. And here's a couple practical examples that you or someone you know can probably relate with. All right, think about study groups in college. I witnessed this throughout my undergraduate degree, so and my graduate degree, actually. Um, study groups, okay? There's a bunch of students, they get together, and the one thing that these students all have in common is that they want to get good grades. And they might not even, none of them might not even know anything about the subject matter that they're trying to study. But they all get together, they all have a common goal, they want to get good grades. Um, they work together, towards that goal, and they bring that mentality to the group session after session after session. Uh, They work through problems, trying to understand the material, and when one person gets it, they help the others get it until the whole group has leveled up. And now everybody in that group has this next level, I guess I'll call it advanced understanding of the material, and they are now... Uh, for lack of a better term, the subject matter experts out of everyone else who's taking that course or who's studying that stuff. And these are the students that usually end up crushing the course. They throw off the curve during exams. These are the ones that instill good habits and carry them to the next course or to their jobs or to some other part of their lives. And they it all started by getting together with other like-minded people and becoming the mentality or the normal that they really wanted. Okay. Here's another example that I, I come back to this a lot just because of how practical it is to relate to things. Uh, but think about health, fitness, wellness, well-being. right? Um, do you want to be healthier? Do you want a six pack? Do you want to be able to run a mile Do you want to be able to run a 5K or a marathon? Do you want to be able to run either one of those in a certain amount of time? It's, you know, it's practice and repetition and muscle memory and nutrition and all that stuff. But it's a lot more than that. So as you know, these habits are, they're so hard to develop on your own. For example, you know, if everybody, if it was easy to be in like ridiculous shape all the time. Everybody would be in ridiculous shape all the time. Everyone would be like kind of the, the textbook uh, fitness model looking person with the, the best health that they could possibly achieve through proper diet and exercise and all that. Um, the problem with that is that it's really hard. And because it's so hard, it's hard to get yourself motivated And it's hard to have the mindset to stay focused on that. And chances are people in your circle of friends are not fitness or nutrition enthusiasts, at least not all of them. But what if they were? Think about this for a second. What if you were around a group of people the majority of the time, right? This goes back to people you hang around with the most. What if the people you hung around with the most were all passionate about health and fitness. You would adopt that lifestyle. Being around these people the majority of the time, 
would cause you to adopt that lifestyle. If healthy eating was a day in day out environment for you, then you would adapt to it. And if working out was a day in day out task for you, you would do it. Whatever is the norm around you is what you will become. And that is just the way it is. And do you see the strategy here? If you're interested in pursuing something that you don't currently have, right? If you have a certain lifestyle that you want, but you aren't currently living it, then you need to put the right people around you to support that. You need to enhance your network so that the average mentality, the average drive, the average focus, the average goals of those around you align with your goals. That means putting people around you that have way loftier goals than what you're going after. That means putting people around you that have extremely challenging goals that might still be below yours. Right? That means putting people around you that have a desire to create something that is right up there with what you really want. Because putting people around you that are settling for a lifestyle that they don't really want and waking up and going to a job that they don't really like and kind of day in and day out going through a grind that makes them miserable is not something that's going to benefit you. Now, unfortunately, we all have friends. Most of us have friends or most of us have family members that are in that situation that are never going to be entrepreneurs. They're never going to even, some of them in some cases, they're never even going to change jobs to try and better their situation because they believe in, in the case of the devil you know versus the devil you don't, they prefer to go with the devil you know. And that's just, uh, it's a mental thing, but it's just something that a lot of people can't get past and there's nothing you can do about that. But what you can do is you can supplement the time that you spend around those people with time around people who are going to stretch you, people who are going to grow you, people who are going to cause you to level up. I like using that term, cause you to enhance your skill set, enhance your thinking power and enhance your ability to Position yourself mentally at a spot that is way above and beyond where you actually are. And when you start to think that you're there and picture yourself there, then that almost becomes your normal way of thinking. And the path to get there becomes a lot clearer. So in order to do that, you need to find these people. Right? You need to find the right people to put around you. So how do you find the right people to put around you? That's a great question. There's a number of ways you can do that. Some of them are a lot easier than others. Um, one of my favorites is masterminds. So masterminds are basically a group of people who are doing exactly this. They are getting together for the sole purpose of wanting to have um, higher thinkers around them and aggressive, smart, uh, big picture 
big objective people around them. Now, there's masterminds that are free, and there's masterminds that are paid. And I have been parts of both, and I think that there's value in both. There's some great free masterminds. If you want to reach out to me, I can recommend a few. There's also some great paid masterminds, and I have subscribed more than once to a membership to paid masterminds that have put me on a completely different wavelength. And the reason for that is when people put money down, it tends to drive them, that alone, that component tends to drive them to really push to become the best version they can be and to provide as much value to themselves and the other people in the mastermind as possible. So there's a, there's a paid component and it actually does improve the quality of the product. So Facebook groups. Facebook groups are another great place to start. A lot of free masterminds use Facebook for their kind of their hub location. And usually it's in the form of a closed group. And you have to apply or you have to request access. And there's a screening or vetting process. And then they let you in uh, or they don't. But um, there's plenty of those. And if you go on to Facebook, you can probably search for you know, entrepreneurial mastermind and find a few. Um, I have a couple that I could recommend that I think would elevate anybody's normal, anybody's mindset. Uh, just go ahead and reach out to me and I will provide that for you. Um, another great way to find people, smart people, intelligent, aggressive people to put around you are conferences and business expos. And I don't go to these a lot. I am going to a couple here this spring and I've been to a few before and some of these that I'm going to are out of state and they're great for networking. They're great for uh, establishing relationships and kind of seeing who's doing what beyond what you can find online. Um, Now the problem with these is that some of them are paid and you can't really guarantee what kind of um, what you're going to get out of it. You know, it's a one-day thing a lot of times or a two-day thing. And there's oftentimes you're not going to be able to talk to everybody. So you never quite know who you're going to have a chance to meet. Um, but that being said, all it takes is one relationship, one meaningful relationship to come out of one of these to completely change your world. So I, I highly recommend going to at least one or two a year in your local area and um, trying to get as much out of that as possible. Talk to as many people as possible and try to see what a good fit would be of the other attendees of whatever conference or expo that is. Um, so another great way to find people is local meetups. And you can find people through Facebook, local meetup groups, who are basically doing exactly this. They are... Uh, putting together local entrepreneurial mastermind meetups. And that's becoming extremely popular. I have participated in a few of those myself. And actually, one of them in particular turned into an excellent relationship. And it was it was around physical products and actually, more specifically, about scaling on Amazon and a lot of 
back and forth has gone on between me and this person and we've helped each other out and it's been an awesome opportunity for us to kind of try some new strategies and bounce ideas off of each other. And so I highly recommend that as well. And then also just asking around. So there's more people in your circle than you probably know who are interested in entrepreneurship. And all it takes is three or four or five people who are interested in entrepreneurship to start increasing their mindset by putting themselves and the others in that circle uh, together in a room, you know, or in a, in a social network with each other. And eventually you'll all grow together. Now I want to circle back around on paid masterminds because I'm sure that's something that some of you are thinking about and kind of thinking, well, I don't really want to pay money to be part of a Facebook group or a website group of people who just talk to each other. Because when you say it like that, it sounds like a waste of money, right? Now, paid masterminds, yes, they cost money. Uh, Sometimes it's in the hundreds, sometimes it's in the thousands, right, for a really high quality one. But the relationships that you're going to develop as a result of being active in this mastermind, those relationships are going to be absolutely incredible. I mean, everyone in that mastermind has put money down, right? They're very serious. Even the owner, the person who formed it, they have put in some, very likely some significant resources, money, time, energy. Maybe even they have a team member or two or more than that to put this thing together. So everybody involved is serious. And having that type of mentality around you for the duration that you're in that mastermind will have a permanent effect. So if you pay a thousand or two thousand dollars to be part of a mastermind for a, a year or six months, and then that time is up, and you choose to um, not re-up your your subscription and you back out of the mastermind after that, whatever relationships you made in those first few months, those are those are permanent uh, in terms of how they affected you and the way that they increased your mindset. So you pay some money, you get a permanent mental change as a result. And then in addition to that, you also get relationships. You also get networking. You also might have some, some opportunities for something, um, finding influencers or ambassadors or some kind of funding, some kind of investing, some kind of physical products partnership. Who knows? Anything's possible. But putting yourself in a situation like that will only result in good things. It will only result positively. So if you do nothing after listening to this podcast, please take action to observe your surroundings. Who are the people you spend the majority of your time around? Who in your network is going to influence you to the point where you improve your game. If you don't like the answers to these two questions, then I encourage you to take action on this, right? Take additional action. Find the people that you want to be like with the successes and lifestyle that you are interested in and put them in your circle as soon as possible. If you need help with this, please reach out to me by going to my website, it's fitsuccessfuldad.com. The link will be in the show notes. 
and click on the contact link, right? Or sign up to our mailing list and I will help you get to where you need to go. All right, just an FYI, I do not sell or operate any masterminds myself. I'm not an affiliate with any masterminds. I do not get paid for any of this. I simply want to help reach the goal that I defined in the beginning of this episode, which is to reach out and discover as many entrepreneurs as possible who are stuck in a parenting role and think that they can no longer pursue the lifestyle that they truly want. So reach out to me and we can do this together. Also, if anybody's in the Boston area, I will be in the Boston Small Business Expo on April 13th at the Heinz Convention Center. I'm just attending as an entrepreneur. I'm not running a booth or a table or anything, but I will be there. And I'll be there all day. I think it's 9 to 6 or something. So uh, feel free to reach out to me. And if you're there, we can get together and have a couple drinks and talk and, and get to know each other. You know, it'll be a good time. So um, again, if you're going to that, uh, the Small Business Expo in Boston on April 13th, uh, reach out to me. Let me know. And with that, guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. Uh, please, if you got value out of this or if you heard this message loud and clear, and you know that there's somebody else in your life that needs to hear it, please share this with them. Please help me reach our mission of discovering as many parents who are entrepreneurs deep down and helping them create the lifestyle that they really want. Okay, guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Take care.